Connecting Cultures Features is a show by and for the beautiful and diverse multicultural people of Dunedin. Join me every Friday noon for Connecting Cultures Features on Otago Access Radio 105.4 FM, podcast on oar.org.nz. Listening to Connecting Cultures Features on RFM. Kia everyone, welcome to Connecting Cultures Features, a show by for and about the multicultural people of Dunedin. So today we have our very good friend Geraldi Ryan. So he's been on the show a few times. Um, 
you would say he's been on the show most times.、Uh, and I'm really excited to have him here today because we want to see how much he's grown and all the personal growth he's that had so far. Because I remember last year we did, we actually did a show called Geraldi's Personal Growth.、Um, so he's doing amazing things, and I、uh, just want to catch up with him. Kia ora, Geraldi. Um, kia ora, Arina. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. <laughs> it's not a first time. <laughs> like the thing is, it's always such a standard greeting to actually say that. So yeah, I don't know why. It's just like an unconscious thing. It's like people asking you how are you doing, and you just like unconsciously say, "Yeah, I'm good." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nah, that's not exactly right. <laughs> no. Nice to meet you. Wow, Geraldi. <laughs> okay, so how are you? And don't say all good. Um, I mean, good and stressful in a way because、okay. next week is my placement, so <gasps> I'm starting my seven week block again for placements. However, there comes with like an obstacle of like miscommunication, not not miscommunication, lack of communication between several departments.、Mm. So there's kind of like this uncertainty whether I'll be placed in the school that I was originally supposed to be to placed in. Ah, um, but. The principal and the college of education said you are supposed to be there, and we will make you stay there. And I was like, okay, reassuring. So just waiting for updates on that. And good thing job hunting、mm. turned out really well. Like it's now just on the further action points. And yeah, just excited to teach again for the kids. Yes. Yeah, and taking leadership of you know the students learning and all that. Because as <laughs> I'm really、um, happy and passionate about what you're doing, and I'm really excited to hear how was your、uh, placement experience when you were in Wellington. Oh, placements was awesome! <gasps> like I think the thing is, I think it's important to put context into my placement because I was put in an all-girl school, special character school,、uh, Catholic school, and in Wellington. And I've been living in Dunedin for five years,、wow. so this is my first time living in a city that I have like no first time living in the city for more than one week, and for like a purpose. So yeah, there's like a lot of like、um, experiences that happened through there, and placements was awesome in a way that the students were friendly and they were really respectful. Of course, there are some like behavior management issues, but. Honestly, no discrimination from the students. I honestly felt respected.、Um, science and chemistry was what I taught during the placement, and they enjoyed it. They all loved it. My mentor teacher, we、um, just emailed me saying that, "Oh, it's been great," and all the girls got like、um, great internal results. And I was like, "That's on me."、Oh. I started that class from the top <laughs> to the bottom. I was like, "I did all that." So, like, honestly. Ah,、oh, relief over my shoulder.、I、that like, is so cool. So,、yeah. so you love being a teacher. Is that what you're saying? I love being a teacher.、Aww. It's honestly to the point where there are so many times during the placement block, like if only like when I have my own classroom, I will do so and so and so and so, because like you have your mentor teacher there, and your mentor teacher encourages you to put your own practice there, but you can't just. Flip one eighty degree, or else the students will get confused with like, what, wait, what? I, I thought we were following so and so, and I was like, yeah. So I didn't want them to like get a culture shock on like my classroom practice. So yeah, there was a lot of like, when I have my own classroom, I want to do 
<laughs> yeah, a lot of those moments, and I can't wait to also participate in co-curricular activities, which I did in my last placements. Yeah, and yeah, just getting involved with the kids and getting a different story every day. That is, is so I'm... cool. Do they call you Mr. Ryan? Yes, they Aww. do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also getting used to it. Like, not gonna Mr. lie, Mr. Ryan. Yeah. <laughs> That is adorable. Like I'm, I'm imagining you as those you know TikTok teachers who actually love their jobs and make content out of it. Well, you don't, but like the enthusiasm from which you are speaking about, um, it hits. Um, you know TikTok teacher vibe. <laughs> I probably could, eh? Like, yeah. You know, just being or like making TikToks in my class, of course, without the children's face because. Privacy and confidentiality. So yeah, yeah, probably good. Eh, we'll see how it goes for next year and onwards. That's exciting. <laughs> um, and how long were you in placement? I was in placement for seven weeks. Seven However, weeks. I had to stay an extra week in Wellington due to health uh, appointments, mm. and then I went to Auckland for a week. No, for a few days, and then I went to Christchurch, and then I went to Dunedin. So. It's only been a month ago since I landed in Dunedin. So think about end of April until beginning of July. That's how long I've been out of Dunedin. Wow, that is a <laughs> long time. Yeah. I don't recommend doing that. <laughs> so yeah. you were away from Dunedin that long. How how was it like just like leaving the first time? It was scary because. The suitcase has to fit seven weeks. No, not seven weeks. Eight weeks in Wellington, one week in Auckland, and another week in Christchurch. So it's like ten weeks worth of luggage is stored there. And then, because I'm so used to living in Dunedin, the D- Dunedin life, I've kind of had my own routines and all that in my flat and stuff. But then when I moved to Wellington. I live in a boarding house, and it was temporary, so I felt very uncomfortable doing what I normally would do, mm. which is quite tough. There were times where I actually missed Dunedin because I really missed the like the, the routines that I used to do, and also like my friends were like playing netball and like playing volleyball, and I'm like I'm not doing any of those. I mean, sure, I could join like a social like team, but it's so different when you have friends. Yeah, there. you feel formal with your old friends. Yeah, like these days, I've been playing volleyball quite frequently, netball quite frequently. So it's like, man, like you know, then the next day I'm leaving. Like, what the heck? Mm. <laughs> but the funny thing is. Like I feel like this is all because I know I'm living in Wellington temporarily, so like that temp uh the temporary feeling is like what do you call that? It's, it's, it isn't a nice feeling because you know you like Wellington, yeah. But like you only doing it for like a few weeks and it's like oh then I'm going back to Dunedin. Not saying Dunedin is meh, but like <laughs> you know, <laughs> I mean people have. Opinions about that, but I personally find Dunedin very like relaxing and very yeah. awesome to live with. It's just that you got to find the right environment. Yeah, I did, but and then like in like after four months, oh no, you're going like temporarily somewhere else, and I'm like, oh damn it, like really? Mm. <laughs> yeah. So, like yeah. Um. So when you're in Wellington, were you living like in the city? I was living in a boarding house because mm. I lived in Lower Hutt. Ah, 
Yeah. So the school is at Lower Hutt region, but I had to live like a little bit on the north, northern side. Yeah. Hmm. Because the boarding house was there, and it was the closest boarding house that I could find. So, do you have any tips for people who are going into like short-term placements like that? Um, how would they prepare for their trips? Oh, ooh, where do I begin? Eh, um, a Google Map is always handy. Mm. <laughs> because not gonna lie, I um, I went out uh, out of my boarding house to actually go to the warehouse to buy a few essentials, and then my phone died, so I forgot how to get back. And I'm like, oh no! Like, how the heck am I gonna get back? Do I go to the police? Because I have <laughs> no idea how to get back. Yeah, my phone died. I can't check Google Maps. So I was like, panicking. sounds like sounds like you really depend on technology. <laughs> yeah, I really depend on technology quite a lot, uh, which is a good thing and a bad thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like the thing is, when it comes to like living um, somewhere else for short term, I would say. Getting a good background information of the city is very important because I research a lot on Wellington, but not Lower Hutt. So research on region is really important. Getting the Google Map and like finding out more about the area, what's there and what's not, so you kind of get like a good information of what to prepare. Mm. And yeah, oh, and things to do. So I have a Les Mills membership, and luckily there's Les Mills Hut City available. Oh yay! But I was like, oh, what a steal! You know, I'll just transfer membership and it works. So like, I was honestly finding things to do while at um, the area is also like I find it very beneficial. Yeah. It's good that you found time to do other things than your, you know, just working because I think that that balance is quite important. Yeah, I mean, like the thing is, um, I so I had a student teacher with me. We're at the same school, same department, and then we share each other's, like, we share our feelings to each other. So, like, my friend goes like, oh, I feel my lesson was bad because blah, 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 blah. And I console um, that friend and then vice versa. And then there was one point of time where I just was like, I'm not sure what the heck I'm doing. Um, so, and then she just, she, she suggested... Um, why don't you go to the gym? Isn't that what you've always been doing, like, during the first two weeks? And I was like, yeah, why did I suddenly drop out of it? Like, what happened? And I was like, okay, I'll try that. And, oh, it was the best thing to ever exist. After, like, the next day, I was like, oh, I'm feeling so refreshed and, like, ready to start the day. And, yeah, it's honestly thanks to my classmate who really helped me. And my placement buddy, I like to call, call her that, <laughs> That she really helped on like providing suggestions of well-being. Mm. Yeah. That's interesting, eh? When you're stressed or when you're feeling down, the last thing you don't think of doing is the normal things you usually do. Yeah. And like she reminded me of what I used to do and what I was really passionate about because now it's like more on like the physical side of like dancing, um, fitness especially, and like netball and volleyball. And she reminded me to retrace back. And, like, you always used to do that. And I was like, then it, like, made me think, like, why did I suddenly drop it out? And then in the course as well, just this week, um, the academic manager talked about well-being and burnt out and all that. And she always goes, like, teaching never stops. The task of teaching never stops. You have to put a line 
of what you can do and what you need to do because you can cannot see the end of like the light of the tunnel when it comes to teaching. So you got to set those like boundaries by yourself and you got to set time to yourself as well. So wow. I was like, okay, I'm going to enforce that in my next placement, which is next week. <laughs> Ooh, that is yeah. good. Hey, eh? when you have that experience and um, you, you learn from them. And now that you're leaving for your second placement, you know what not to do and what to do. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I'm feeling more confident. Eh? Like I was like, Oh, okay. Now I know how to take breaks. I know when to stop doing my work. I know where to, push my limits because I'm a student teacher. I think as a student teacher, our responsibility is a little bit more quote-unquote lesser in terms of um, in comparison with a fully registered teacher. Like, for example, you will always be supervised when you do your lessons. You're not fully responsible for um, marking or parent-teacher interview. There's always support. So our responsibilities in a way, like, yes, we serve the learners at the same time there's like a sort of distribution yeah so yeah that's what i personally felt eh? like you know feeling more confident and ready to just carry on with the placement and like after the placement and you know well-being practices and all that yeah yeah um i would really like us to talk more about well-being um so when, you know, we don't have to talk about when you were in placement, but like, how are you feeling now that you've settled in? Um, are there any challenges with that? And how are you feeling with your whole well-being so far? And, you know, how do you help with that? Settling in. Okay, we, we, we shall talk about settling in Dunedin first, because that's awesome. Mm. <laughs> um it's good, eh? Like, so much nostalgia just kicks in. Like, oh. Okay. Did the need yeah. change when you came back? So, yes, it did. Because I'm sure you're aware of the one-way George Street oh, system. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so I wasn't there when the construction happened. <gasps> oh. And now when I came back, I was like, oh, all these construction happened. I was like, yo, this is actually happening. I was like... Yeah, it's gonna be Cuba Street. Yeah, it's gonna be Cuba Street. style. But yeah, that's the kind of um, change I see significantly. Um, you know, meeting back friends because I met all my Dunedin friends in Christchurch, and I was like, "Yo, it's good to be back and seeing like you all in person." Mm. I really do miss them, and they've been the light to um, of the year. Mm. And that was for um, Bersatu Games, the yes, Otago Malaysia Student Games. Association event? Yeah. Mm. My flatmates are very um, active in the contribution of building Bersatu Games for OMSA. Wow. Well, I had to hear all like, not, not I had to, not the not schools. I actually, <laughs> you want, actually want to hear to. all like the <laughs> conversations okay. about Bersatu Games that happen. So yeah, <sighs> I'm fully updated with all that. Mm. That's good. Um. How about you mentally? Um, regardless of the whole placement confusion and all the uncertainty and like the principal and the College of Education trying to ease me in, like, you know, saying, it's okay, you will be placed, we will find you a place. And I was like, okay, don't worry, I trust you. Like, regardless of that, I think it's been great because I just submitted my assignment, which talks about my teaching practice and I was like this is like therapy I was like I'm just <laughs> writing all my teaching practice like oh I did this and it was awesome 
I think this went bad because, like, honestly, it was therapy. So you're basically journaling your whole experience. Honestly, my assignment was is like journaling. Not gonna lie, mm-hmm. except it's like filled with literature, like you know, literature uh, references and all that. But otherwise, it's been awesome to like write all that. And also, we had this day called Principles Day. So principals all over New Zealand came to Dunedin, specifically College of Education, to meet us student teachers. So principals from Auckland, Graham, Christchurch, Wellington. Um, well, who else? Gisborne, um, Invercargill, like so many like principals um, came to Dunedin to meet us. And because I want to go to Auckland or like anywhere outside of Dunedin, just because I want to explore what life has to offer. So, yeah, like I met all the Auckland principals and they're really keen to have me. It's just unfortunate that they can't offer me an interview or job yet because they have no idea which of the current staff is leaving mm. or like staying so they can't offer me just yet but i am pretty confident that they're keen to have me a part of uh, as a part of their team like it was to the point where like one of the colleges that um that i had an interview with he was like do you have a placement and at that time i didn't know where my placement was and he was like oh do you want to be placed in our school and i was like um, I actually can't because of double rent because yeah. I had to pay rent in two different locations at the time as well as um, club commitments and then he was like what if accommodation was free and I was like oh my god <laughs> he was really <laughs> wanting me to be there and I felt so bad that I had to turn him down because of the club commitments that I can't um, leave so yeah, I mean, they were really, really supportive and they're ex- expecting my application, um, which I already sent one today to a college in Auckland. Mm. And they're like saying, thank you. We will contact you if you're shortlisted. And I was like, awesome. That's yeah. exciting. So, the you know, there it's the next step for your um, career that you're looking forward to. Yeah. And like, you know, career and like a new quote-unquote permanent place mm. to be with yeah i like all my friends like the first ever friends that i made are in auckland so i have a good support system there and you know i love the need and i really do it's just that there are people who really need to be there and i want to give them that opportunity to be there mm. yeah yeah we're because not gonna you're not gonna miss you <laughs> We'll be happy oh, wherever oh. you are. Shucks. <laughs> <No. laughs> uh, I'll do come back to Dunedin though because because last week no was it last week last two weeks I went snowboarding with my friend and I just discovered I loved it. Oh wow! Was, you yeah, found a new a sort sport. Of commitment that like I want to go there every single year. <laughs> Yeah, so maybe it's a needed. Yeah, so we will expect you every winter. (laughs) We will expect me every winter. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yay. Um, We might go on a song break. Um, So, Geraldi, you brought a song for us today. Yep. So, yeah, let's do... Let's go with Feel Special by Twice. You know, like, yes, K-pop is the most... Uh, what do you call that dominating music genre to ever exist now these days <laughs> yeah. but this song in our is opinion quite <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah Um. but this song is quite special feel special 
in a way that like it's quite different to any other. Oh, that's what everyone says, is it? <laughs> different to any other K-pop songs because it talks about um, loving yourself as an individual Aww. and about feeling special or like how, for example, with you, like you bring so much value to my life. And that's what feels special is about. Like you make me feel special. Oh, are you talking about yeah. me? Is this why you brought the song? <laughs> sure <be>. do. <laughs> oh, okay. So this is exciting. So we'll be right back after the song break.
We're back on Otago Access Radio 105.4 FM. I'm Arina and I'm here with Geraldi. Hi, Geraldi. Hello. Yay. So we just had a song break and thank you so much for the song today, Geraldi. Um, so we talked about your placement, what it was like um, just adjusting to Dunedin again after being in Wellington and elsewhere for so long. Uh, we also talked about mental health while you were in a placement. How do you reconnect with yourself when things are stressed? Um, so now I was hoping that we can talk about uh, international student updates because if people didn't know, um, Geraldi was the um, OUSA international rep last year. Um, he was the OISA president, the Otago International Students Association. He's still part of um, those associations and also the New Zealand International Students Association currently. Um, so he is very knowledgeable in the international student space. <laughs> so let's talk to him about it today. Um, so, Geraldi, what are any updates that you can share with us about um, the international students at Otago? Um, okay, let's talk about events first, because I love mm-hmm. um, creating posting events. Uh, that's something I really, truly am passionate about. Anyways, um, we are going to have our queer movie night session on Saturday. So it's catered towards uh, international queer students and domestic queer students. Um, We also invite everyone and anyone else who would like to learn more about um, the queer communities that exist in Dunedin, especially the international community. Um, Yeah, so that's happening this Saturday. Um, and then we also have the International Cultural Expo that's coming up next month. Um, similar principle of last year's where we showcase all the cultures, um, that exist. Obviously, the cultures that are participating are very, like, small scale. So, if you want to learn more about the cultures, you can join an all you say affiliated cultural club to, like, learn more about the culture. And also, there's gonna be a board game night, just, next week after queer movie night session where international students get to just like you know play some games and like de-stress and connect with the local culture so yeah that's what's been happening in the event space for international students at otago and as for like the advocacy bit i think it's finally come to realization for many students at otago that sexual health is not something that's covered in the insurance. And if it is, it's not enough. So current students and the um, the international student rep for this year are currently working to um, equalizing it or making sure that sexual health is a part of the insurance, negotiating those details and mm. all that. And NZISA is involved in that conversation. Mm. That's really interesting because um, you would think sexual health is like an important thing that should be covered, you know, on a daily basis, but it's not, um, and like it's excluded specifically for international students. So that's really interesting. That you know, um, I'm really glad that um, OISA and OUSA is advocating about this. Yes, mm. um, I think it just comes from like as, like the ones that are affected the most are the Rainbow Community International Rainbow International Students Community. Um, yeah, like 
just like even getting a test to make sure that they're safe or getting like contraceptions and all that is like not covered by insurance which honestly like we want to make sure that we're safe we want to keep others safe so why are you making it difficult on us it's <laughs> like things like that yeah yeah uh, th- thanks for putting this out um, and letting us know so you know we can have an attention to this um, issue um, mm. what else is going on um, I can talk about NZISA because Ooh. that's what I know from OISA um, I've just been quite um, swamped with you know placement the, con- the placement concern and like yeah. um, job hunting and all that so not everything's on the top of my head um, NZISA um It's their fifth year, like, this year. 15th? Fifth, fifth. Fifth, yes, because yeah, it's very no, new, yeah. Very new. It's I was five like, years no, old, baby. Five years, it's five years old. <laughs> oh. um, so they're going to do a road show to showcase what NZISA is about. Because there are many people who still misunderstand that NZISA is an institution. Oh. So, yeah, there's still quite a confusion on that. Like, in terms of, like, relationships with government agencies and, like, you know, ministries, they've kind of had an understanding with, oh, this is what NZISA represents and so on and so forth. But for many students, they still are unaware of what we do and how we support them. Mm. So they're going to have this road show where they're going to go to Auckland, Wellington, Christchurch, and Dunedin to spread awareness of, hey, this is what we're about. NZISA does blah, 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 so on and so forth and things like that. Um, that's what we're doing on the event side. In terms of advocacy, similar sexual health um, concerns that, um, yeah, the issues are the same across New Zealand institutions. Um, what we're also working on is um, the pastoral care code. Um, so oftentimes, there are international student reps and us executives that have a gap of understanding the document itself versus of what we're supposed to offer on feedback. Yeah. So there's that gap. And I'm currently working with the president to narrow that gap and to like actually have a better understanding of, hey, this is what we should actually feedback them on. This is what this clause talks about and things like that. So when universities approach us or like institutions approach us, we can go like, okay, this is where we can improve more. This is what went well. This is what didn't go well. This is how we can improve it. So yeah, that's what we're currently working on. That's really good because usually um, big documents like that, they use language that we don't usually use um, on a daily basis. And also understanding the um, like international students come from many different languages that they use. So um, it would be good for uh, people to have like translations as well you know so people understand that it's not just one thing hmm. yeah i think like it comes to the conversation of like in a- academic settings do people actually know the word plagiarism do they know what it means mm. do they know what academic conduct means do they know what so and so means like it's even simple things like that that we have to like okay universities we're not exactly following the code of conduct because blah 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 like they don't understand these words things like that yeah so that's what we want to bring awareness of like something as simple as if your lecture is not ignoring you that's kind of like you know that's on the pastoral care code Hmm. things like that yeah because that undergoes on the word of respect and well-being 
well-being and something. Uh, I shouldn't really have it on my brain, like all the document words memorized. Eh? No. But yeah, like, like something as simple as discrimination or racism. Well, that's not simple. That's complicated. Yeah. <laughs> that's a complicated concept. Um, but yeah, things like that can be um, supported with like you're not following the pastoral care code because according to this clause you should be doing this mm. and you're not so things like that yeah and that document backs up the actions instead of just saying that you know in my opinion you were racist <laughs> but actually uh, based on the code of conduct you were racist yeah <laughs> based on a code of conduct you were <laughs> racist by saying these words yeah and next time do not use these or like... Hmm. Yeah, so policies and, um, you know, big chunks of documents like that exist for a reason um, to actually help the situation so that there's always something to refer to. Um, yeah, that's good that you guys are working on that. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, that's what we've been doing. And like just self-reviews and, you know, analyzing self-review reports mm. to make sure that like, oh, you said you're doing this, but according to this student, you're not doing that. Like, yeah, things like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's all the updates I got for, like, the organizations that I'm a part of. Ooh. um, Let's go back to um, the International Expo, because that is a really big thing that happens every year that I yes. really look forward to, because um, it is one of the events that I organized last two years, three, or three years, I forgot how long ago it was. Um, so, do we know the dates already? Uh, there was an email invite that I received. I'll just have a quick check on that. But it should be around September during Diversity Week of OUSA, um, which is around, say, 10th of September. I might be wrong on this. Let me just check to make sure. Yes, it's on the 10th of September. Exciting. Yeah, and yeah. I'm sure people can find more information on the events OISA hosts on their Facebook pages. Yes, so you can go to Otago International Students Association's Facebook page or alternatively, um, because the event page hasn't been posted yet, so I would just say like the Otago International Students Association Facebook page and then you can potentially get an update of like, hey, this is our event. You can click on going or interested and just find out more details from there. Yay, exciting. Yeah. Um, I really like how there are more international students in Dunedin these days because um, borders have opened. So um, it's just nice having new friends and new faces in town. Oh, can I just say that when I see like the universities like, you know, filled with international students, I felt happy in a way that like, oh my God, these are the numbers. Like you are one of the many international students that I've been advocating for. Because, yeah, you know, I was the international shooter rip last year. I was like, yo, like, you know, seeing you in person instead of a number is amazing. Like, oh, I felt so, like, warm and funny inside. At the same time, like, you know, the university is a lot more colorful. Mm -hmm. And, like, obviously, OISA is very happy to have new international students being a part of, like, us, you know, joining events and all that. Yeah. Yeah. It's been fulfilling. Yeah, because last year you were advocating on like border recovery and supporting international students to come here. And when they're actually here and you see them in person, yeah. I think there there is a sense of satisfaction that, you know, okay, things work out in the end. Mm-hmm. 
because I always say in board meetings, like we need to find a sustainable way to have international students return and new internationals to come. Similarly, with like the citizens as well, because let's be real, being locked up in a country and you have urgent things to do, like it's like a life and death situation. Honestly, yeah. it's not fair on them. I understand their health concerns. At the same time, like that's why I said we need to find a sustainable way. Which is obviously a utopian point of view, mm. but it, you can you can never go wrong with just thinking of that kind of situation. That is so true. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, one thing that I want to talk to you about is the future. You know, like I feel like so far a lot of things have been, um, has things have changed so drastically this year, like mm. um. And it's going by really fast. I I still can't believe it's August. Um, yeah. It's still cold, it's so I like. <laughs> it still feels like winter, but it's August, you know. Yeah. Um, so what are you looking forward to, so far? Getting a job, eh? Like a full time job. Just mm. I just feel like there's been a lot of dependency with on my parents on financial circumstances, and it's about time that I want to make my own um, stance. So getting, I mean, yes, yeah, sure, you know, there for the kids, but also there for the money, <laughs> mm. because you have to make a sustainable living. Um, and honestly, can't wait to interact with the kids. Like every single day of placements, I always have a different story to tell every single day to people if they're interested in my day. That is, <laughs> but every day I come out of the school, either feeling very happy, and like, oh, this this was so funny. Man, I can't wait to tell this uh, with everyone. Like you know, Aww, like, how so we had your such little a great, friends. Yeah, like how we had such a great collaboration, like partnership with students, and like that was such a great lesson. Mm. Or I could go like, oh, that wasn't really a good lesson, and like the kids felt that, and like I started to like really think about the kids more, because like honestly, adolescence is like a, a one-time thing. You can never go to a different like age group and be like living your adolescent memories like it's just it's not the same so mm-hmm. i want to like during those four years of them being in the school or maybe six years depending on like which school they're going to i want them to realize that you know high school may be the worst experience for you than ever but i want to be sure i'm there for you at least if all your classes are bad i want to make sure that you thrive in my class and like you prosper well and you learn something valuable for my class and I can't wait to do that every single day listening to and listening and valuing every student's voice mm. at least not all because realistically that's not possible but at least one student to feel heard every single day mm. yeah that is so I'm beautiful Mr. Ryan <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> oh like I, like if people heard um, Geraldi's the last podcast I did was Geraldi, like that that's called Geraldi's personal growth. Like and hearing this now, it's um, you've definitely grown so much in the past eight months. That was the last time we talked eight months ago. Yeah, I think eight months ago. Crazy. Right? Um. Okay. Last thing. What would you advise to people? Um who are maybe in your position of transition, not knowing what's next? 
Love your life. Hmm. I mean, honestly, with when it comes like that's my advice that I've been living with since COVID nineteen because I'm in a privileged position where I have the money to do the things that I wanted, but because of COVID nineteen, I couldn't. Um, you know, I was stuck at home. I couldn't do anything. I was like, "Yo, I have all these money," and I'm like, "For what? Like, for me to stay at home and like just regret over it? Like, yeah, that's when I'm like, okay, I really have to start living my life." And you know, when people hear that, it's like, "Oh, I'm going for like you know snowboarding and like paragliding or whatever it is." I mean, great, but obviously your version of living your life differs from everyone. Stick to it. Stick to living your life in your own terms. Because personally, for me, what I did to live my life is to interact with as many people as possible. Interact with the kids, and kids might, you know, there was one time a kid asked me, "Why is why are you going back to high school? Like, you know, why are you like repeating yourself on this environment?" And I was, I mean, they didn't ask that question, but like, you know, similar. Are you traumatized? Kind of, yeah, kind of like aren't you traumatized? And I was like. I was like, think about this. I could be sitting in a job, nine to five, in a desk, not interacting with anyone, and get like a good sum of money. No, I did say good sum of money, but I just like that situation. Or I could be talking with you, learning more about you, wanting to support you, and like just having a story to leave, a different story to leave every single class and every single day. And I would rather do that. Mm. And then they asked me back. But aren't we annoying though? And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> I was like, the only time I find people annoying is when you discriminate me,、mm. which was none. So I never find you annoying. And they were like, "Wow, you're so patient." And I was like, "You just have to. <laughs> and you just have to." And like, I feel like it's the most natural thing for me to do is because everyone has a backstory, and every single behavior is communicate is communicated. There's always a reason why. People fuss up.、Mm. Yeah, that's what I believe in. A、eh? just、mm. yeah, live your life. You never know what tomorrow will come, and take those opportunities to like just take it. Like、mm. you know, of course, like you know, you have to think about certain circumstances. But if you're ever feeling in doubt, I would say take it.、Mm. Those are、mm. really good advice,、um, especially these days when. You know, things are starting to open up, and、um, mm. like even with the COVID situation and stuff, people are more open to explore all these opportunities that come for them.、Mm. Mm. Yeah, and I say go ahead. Like、mm. seriously,、um, you never know. Like for example, like with the job hunting and all, I just applied to like, you know,、uh, as many as I could within the current like circumstances and like with the current context. Yeah, so just go ahead.、Mm. Really, yeah, nothing wrong with it.、Mm. Really good、yeah. advice, Geraldy. Thank you so much for being here today、yeah. on、um, the show. Before you leave,、um, I know that you've got one more song for us. Yes,、um, I love this song. It's from Eurovision 2021. It's called、uh, Maps by Leslie Roy. I think it's <clears throat> it's honestly appropriately fitting for this because Maps talks about this whole journey of. Self discovery and just really going on an adventure,、mm. which just ties in well with the advice. I was like, "Yo, that's <laughs> I didn't plan <laughs> I this." Love, I, I love I love when like, that happens. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> I think I personally love it because it has Irish tones.、Um, so the one representing、uh, 
the Eurovision for this song is Ireland. Mm. Uh, yeah, it has Irish tones, and it feels like you're on an adventure or like you know just um, uh, standing on a car and just like really putting your arms up and just feeling the wind. Yeah, it's it's a beautiful song if you're on a, like a road trip or just needing that explosion of like uh, adrenaline. Yeah, that so is perfect. Enjoy, uh, Yay! <laughs> enjoy the song, <laughs> <laughs> and it's been so great talking to you, Geraldi. Like I feel like I'm reconnecting with an old friend, uh, even though this isn't face to face. But um, you know, it's always nice to talk to you like this. Oh, thank you so much. It's been honor having you to invite me as well. Mm. I wish that it could have been done person to person. However. <laughs> placement calls and like tutorials calls and yeah, yeah just everything we're, really we're both adults we know how things go <laughs> yeah uh, now I understand like you know when people say oh working life I'm like oh yes working life mm-mm. yeah <laughs> it's so different eh, from being a student mm. yay thank you we'll see you again next time bye Geraldi so much bye bye Arena thank you kia ora.
Thanks for listening to Connecting Cultures Features on RFM. 